What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Trench Warfare Film Room. I'm your host, Brandon Thorne, and today I have a very special episode for you guys. I'm doing a mid-season offensive line all-pro team, uh, first and second team, with some honorable mentions, with special guest uh, Andrew Whitworth from Amazon, uh, formerly of the Rams, Bengals, um, you know, Walter Payton Man of the Year, Super Bowl champ, probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, this is the second believe the second podcast that I've done with, with Whitworth. Uh, you know, we did um, one last year, we did a an end of season all pro team with Duke um, and, you know, us three did it. So this, this year for the mid season version, I'm just bringing Whit on uh, to do this. And we had a great discussion of, of course, first and second team guys, but the honorable mentions were fun because we got to talk about a lot of different guys. There were some, you know, expected picks in there that you just can't go against, really. And then there were some surprise ones as well. Uh, so I think you guys are going to enjoy this. Um, without further ado, let's let's go ahead and get into this. All right. So have you gotten a, a chance lit to to check out some film from this past week? I'm curious if you watched any of these guys because there were some some big matchups this past week that I think were notable. Uh, yeah, I've watched a couple. I'm catching up right now on, on some of them. I've been kind of diving into Steelers, Titans. But, um, yeah, I just watched, actually, uh, Max and uh, Sewell uh, just yeah. a ago. So. I saw it on TV. I, how how was it for you on, on the rewatch on that one? Uh, just impressive, man. And I mean, early in the game, Max hits him with one of kind of crazy inside moves. And he's a little late on it, but it just shows what a freak he is. He still gets the job done. And then later in the game, he just – it's like he's seen it and he just stone cold like it just it looks way too easy to be uh, – he's too freaky of an athlete, man. It's just crazy. It is, and especially considering he's, you know, 330 or whatever, you know, for him to be moving the way that he is at that size is is unreal, man. I remember just before we get started, side note on him, I remember first watching him at Oregon – I think he was like 18 years old when I first watched him. And it was just like right out of the gate, man. You just, you just knew that you had something special there. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I have a feeling we'll be talking about him a little bit more in a minute, but uh, I wanted to go to uh to left tackle first for this. And we're going to go through and just give uh first and second team all pros here for the offensive line. And we'll start with the left tackle and, um, you know, I want you to kick it off since, since you're the guest and, you know, I don't think that this would be a shocker here, but who is your first team left tackle through eight games? You know, I'm always going to go with the the, the savvy uh, machine that has been so good for so long. Uh, you know, I think even more so we're seeing it with him being out of the San Francisco offense right now. Uh, Trent Williams, man, uh, he's still he's still the he's still the guy that sets the standard for me week in and week out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, even though he has two missed games uh, right now with the ankle, I still think just it's so clear that he is uh, the best left tackle um, and he was the first six games uh, that you got to go with him. I, he had some notable games this year. I think week one right out of the gate against Pittsburgh, uh, him and Alex Highsmith had a, a really good game against each other. And Highsmith, I think, showed – some really nice stuff in that game and and kind of almost beating Trent a couple of times one-on-one, -on -one, which was notable. Um, and then of course his game against Miles Garrett was a total just show, especially because he got rolled up, came back. Uh, I think he missed two plays that game. And um, that's that to me, I think to put a bow on Trent Williams, uh, you know, his, his toughness, I think, and his 
quotes after that game saying, you know, I didn't want to leave my backup out there to, to have to block Miles Garrett. Felt like I owed it to my teammates to come out there and play. And for him to do that and, you know, your best player, one of your best players to do that, I think is just another feather in his cap and what is turning out to be like maybe a Hall of Fame kind of career. So that that was really cool, I think. And he played pretty like really well, you know, despite having that high ankle as well. So that was a cool performance, I thought. No doubt. I, I think he's uh, obviously the play he plays with, but also I think it's, you know, he's not one of these guys that has explosive eye-opening plays and then not the consistent play with it. He has both. And I think that's what really sets him apart from the other guys you might say are having great years is he has these game-defining blocks. And then he also plays just as consistent as anybody out there as well. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like you said, he's the standard and, and it's still looking that way. So they're in the bye week now. Hopefully he'll come out of that uh, healthy. That'll be three games off. And that still might be a little early from a high ankle, but hopefully he'll be back against Jacksonville and Josh Allen, which are, should be a really cool matchup. So, all right, second team left tackle. Um, I'll, I'll just throw mine out here on this one. I kind of went back and forth on a couple guys, but I, I have to go with Tristan Wirfs, uh, you know, in Tampa and and what he's done. Uh, making the transition from right to left after playing right his first three, four years in the league and being a total stud over there, coming over, playing left, and then right out of the gate, uh, looking like, you know, he's been playing that his whole, you know, his whole career. Um, I don't know if it was you or somebody mentioned to me, it was really key that he actually found out about this position switch in the spring. Um, so that really helped him make the transition because he had the whole you know, spring OTAs, training camp, all that to practice at it. And you could tell, I think, because he came out of the gates looking great. Uh, so, and he has zero missed games. That was the differentiator for me and him, somebody like and uh, like Tunsil, who has missed three games, um, but has looked the same when he's healthy. Rashawn is, Rashawn Slater at the Chargers hasn't missed a game, but he has an ankle that he's dealing with. He's been a little not totally himself. So for me, I went with Worfs here, but curious if that was the same for you or not. It was. I just put it, you know, and probably just more from playing the position and thinking it's just mind-boggling to me to be able to play both sides. Uh, I, I just think it's so rare. I think it's it's one of those things, and I'm sure we'll talk to this guy in a minute, even Sewell doing it some this year. But you really think about how many guys have ever done it, played both sides, and actually been a really good player on either side, right? Like like a dominant player, not, not just a guy who's a good um, but to be dominant, one of them, and move to the other and look like you're going to probably be dominant again at this one, I just think it's rarefied air right there in itself. And so I think for worse, it was definitely that one for me. And, I mean, Tunzel's a you know, tremendous player. I mean, Darisol's had some big games. I mean, there's some guys out there, and Slater struggled a little bit with the injury. But uh, I think for him, man, just being able to flip and play at the level he's played, it's been great. I got to see him before our Thursday night football game and talk to him a little bit about it. And he talked about just how different it is learning his balance all over again on that side. And uh, just shows you what a freak he is as well at his size to play left tackle after playing right. Have some plays that you can see it like there's a little bit of a lean at times to his left leg and he bends over a little bit at times to kind of survive the down a little bit. But that shows what a freak he is that he can still get it done at that level, even with some of these things where he's still so new to it. Uh, it's going to be fun to see where it goes from here. 
Yeah, yeah, I do recall a couple of those hiccups where he is caught leaning. I know Jalen Carter got him on a pressure or sack uh, off a stunt once, and like that was one of the cases that I can remember off the top of my head. But yeah, like so there are some little little hiccups. But I mean, down and down out. I mean, he's you know just a just a total stud out there, man. And just how his play strength again just translates, and just he's so big and strong and overwhelming, and the balance it's still there more often than not. It's just, you know, occasionally, like you mentioned, it pops up. So yeah. Okay. Consensus there left tackle uh, for us. Um, I think those are the right choices. It's it's tough to go anywhere else. Another shout out that I'll give maybe like the fifth guy off those first four that we mentioned is Trent Brown in, in new England, I think has been playing really good. Yeah, playing really well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly. shout, shout him out. I think he's been playing really well for them. Only one missed game for him, but uh all right, so let's go to left left guard. I think this one will be really interesting. Um, to me, again, I, I feel pretty good about my two, but let kick it off again with uh, your your first team left guard here. I'm curious. I'm going to shake it up a little bit, I think, just because I don't know why I've loved this kid since he started playing a year, you know, a couple years ago. And so I, uh, you know, I, I just, I think he's got some of that uh, Trent, like we talked about, I think early, like I said about Trent, you know, these explosive plays and then some consistency after it. I actually thought that's the only thing that kept Trent from being the best player for a, almost the entirety of his career is that earlier in his career, it was lots of explosives, dynamic looking blocks, and then maybe not as much consistency in the play in and play out stuff. I think Tyler Smith for me, man, I, I just think he's going to be, he, he's my guy. Just, I, I think he, he's got some of that where it's like, man, if you get the consistency out of him with some of the dynamic blocks you see, he he's rarefied himself. Like he's a guy that could really separate himself for a long time. Um, just because I think some of the other guys, as good as they are, Nelson, Tooney, all those guys, um, you know, that we kind of named last year, there's been a couple shaky outings that just kind of, for me, it's like, all right, like I could put this kid up there with some of his explosiveness and how he's played. Man. Yeah. that That's really cool that you went with him first team. He's actually going to be my second team. And I thought that that was, you know, kind I of, knew it. I knew yeah. it. And that's why I wanted to shake it up. I don't, you know, I don't want the, I want to shake it up. Let's stir some feelings right here. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I mean, clearly Tyler Smith, what he can do physically to impose his will on guys and with his movement skills and stuff like that block I posted a couple of weeks ago against Fred Warner at the second level was one of the best blocks you'll ever see. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look know, human. Yeah, he it just crazy, crazy stuff that no, nobody else can really match right now, I don't think. So he has that ceiling, and we're seeing it. The Aaron Donald game now that he just had uh, was outstanding. So, yeah, Tyler Smith is a total stud, and I think he's going to be maybe the best left guard very soon if he isn't already. I just kind of hesitate to go there just yet, just because to me, when I've watched this guy – uh, play this season is just just remarkably consistent uh, and that's Joe Tooney um, in Kansas City who I think you know it's more of the same with him really but of the games that I've watched and I've I've seen almost all of them of him it's just been the same thing over and over pretty much which we're accustomed to seeing with him he's so efficient so he plays so centered he's rarely off balance uh, he figures out ways to block guys in creative ways. He's not, he's total opposite of Tyler Smith in some ways. Like he's not that physically imposing, but just really quick and efficient and uh, so crafty. And just, man, this year he's been, he's just been awesome. So zero missed games. Tyler Smith has missed two games. 
Um, so yeah. that may be another slight differentiator there, but those are my two guys. So curious your second. Yeah, guy. I kind of had and him right there. No, you know, Quentin's obviously played well. Quentin and it's too. like, yeah. You know, hey, I, you know, he's the other guy I would shout out, but it's like yeah. for me, just Tooney Smith. But you know, I don't want to go with the same as last year. Let's yeah. mix it up. There's a guy on the rise. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah, well, at least we both talked about Tyler Smith and had him in here because I think that's definitely deserving. Okay.